Jack is back for another episode. Yes, my brother is in the house. We are going to talk about family today, nature, living outside the city, and why? Because Jack is about to make that move. Rabbit stew. What does that have to do with anything? Find out. When are you actually mature? An adult. Is it 18? Is it 21? Is it much older? Like 30s, 40s. When do you actually become mature? And is it different for different people? Autism, Asperger's, antisocial behavior, uh, getting angry and blacking out or hulking out, being protective of people that you love and having this kind of behavior where you black out, the blacking out portion. We have a discussion on that. Um, Being vulnerable, going out of your way to face your fear, maybe doing karaoke is what Jack brought up. Um. We also touch on immune system, Um, taking care of your immune system. Does the government possibly use its citizens as test subjects? Would you sell out your values for money? Do you have a price? Can you be bought out? Should gambling be illegal? All right, it's jam-packed, man. Just hang in there for this conversation. Enjoy it. Hey, everybody. We're going to have an episode where we're shooting the shit. There is no main subject line so far. If we get through this conversation and there's something that evolves out of this that turns into the main course of our discussion, I'll outline it and describe it. Other than that, you're just looking forward to two brothers hanging out, enjoying having a beer and a vodka and catching up. Yeah, it's been a little bit. And you all need to do that. Don't forget your family. Yeah, family is the most important thing you have, man, here on this earth. And one thing that's made it very difficult has been uh, COVID. I know a lot of people have been in exceptional circumstances where they can't see their family. Luckily, we live in Texas in the United States where one of the first places that lifted the mask ban and all the... Yeah, Greg Abbott outlawed any mandates surrounding anything to do with public masking. So we got off the hook real quick. A lot luckier than most folks in that respect. But go see your family as soon as you can. Hopefully you don't have any of those problems and you're like, us here in Texas. Yeah. Agreed. 100%. So soon, one thing that needs to be brought up, and we can erase this fact real quick if you decide it's not something we can talk about. You're going to be off the grid, so it shouldn't make a fucking difference. Yeah. You're going to be in the woods. You're going to take on a more nomadic lifestyle where you're away from the city and not having to deal with traffic driving by your house you'll be kind of in the outdoors nestled away from everything where you can hear the birds and see the stars at night time walk out your front door and take a piss those kind of things that are so magical that we can't do in the city well it's it's the same (laughs) land that you have half access to just like me it's both yes but you are going to get a cabin built yeah, it's already been built. It's just got to get it delivered. And okay, so do you, some you work it's pre-built. It. You set the foundation. You got to get it out there, and then wire in some electricity, and then put water to it. 
What's yeah. the scope? Is it a 10 yeah, by 12, a 12 by 24? What? No, we're, it's going to be a little bit bigger than that. It's going to be a 14 by 28, and it's going to have 8-foot lofted sidewalls. So it's going to actually be, it's a lofted barn on the inside, so it's going to have a loft on both ends That's that runs about 8 foot from each end of the building. Very cool. So that's going to add like roughly about an extra 70 or 80 square foot to the layout but one side i'm just going to use for storage above the bathroom and my closet area and then the other side is going to be used for my son okay or another thing a guest that, whoever comes over needs a yeah. place to crash there's an extra bed that's that's very cool yeah and uh just something basic simple just what you need you know it's not i already know fancy. where the, the property's at it's beautiful so i mean it's Probably most of your time you're going to be in this part outside. of Texas. I would say that you'd be hard pressed to find something much prettier. There's probably a few places there in that area that you could go to, but as far as in that area, you go anywhere outside of that up here in North Texas, I think it's the best place to be. It's definitely very, very beautiful. Possum it's, Kingdom's nice up on the Brazos up north of here, a couple I'm hours sure it too. Is. But, but it's I mean, pretty you got, scenic. You got running water through the property. You got your own creek and that's running through the property with a little bitty waterfall. Yeah, stuff like that. So I mean, there's it's you can get off in the woods. You're not if it's a hundred degrees, you don't have to stand out in the heat. You go off in the forest if you want to, or maybe go take a dip down at the creek by the waterfall or something like that. So there's so many things to look forward to. But why do you not want to stay in the city where there's traffic jams and people flicking you off and and there's a uh, I'm just 5,000 people in a Walmart. I'm over the headache, and I'm just more connected with nature and my creator being out of town and out of that rat race. So the least, the less time I have to spend in that, which I'll be doing some time still in town for work, you know, everything, every second that I'm away from there is like a reprieve, and it's it's like a vacation into another world. So you haven't sense, had that. I guess maybe in, in some instance where you're – where you have been living is kind of off the grid. It's not like living in the city. It's not completely summer. off the grid in the in this in the sense that I'm. It's still, still a neighbor a little bit down the ways, but it's not like I can reach out the window and touch my neighbor's house like most neighborhoods these days. No, they're they're about almost an eighth of a mile away from us. The closest neighbor. So you're kind of right. out in the country, but you're not completely like where you're going. What, out what's isolated? What's got country. me? You're you're saying I'm completely off the grid, but it's like I'm I'm still going to be on. Co- op electricity and there's going to be electricity run to my house what i like right to, i shouldn't say because literally you're other not than off that, the grid but yes other than that as you'll far have your as own water system we've got our all of our own water storage water source and everything which it's a lot you know most of that's just going to come from and then if you rains. want internet yeah well i mean which that's most people do that's something that gary's already got out there which is you know that's our uncle by the way for those y'all that don't yeah. know that was our dad's best friend he lived out there next door to our dad for 10 years on this property so yes there's so, already wi-fi so you yeah. do got that so you've got you're gonna get everything set up to where it's like you still have the comforts but you are still I'm out of an isolated up. piece of property away from everybody except for uncle gary and whoever else might be I, out there. I don't from i would still like to have something with a little bit more room probably you know maybe something closer to 800 or a thousand square foot but for for now just for getting down there and getting started and for the sake of not paying rent anymore and paying to own something and having the freedom down there when you're away from everything and like i said you can walk out your front door and nature nature is there take a pee and nobody's gonna be calling the cops on you nature's there you you feel this weird communion with nature 
probably it's not something that just happens at this you know land that we have that we inherited from our dad but it's something that probably a lot of people experience when you get out of town and get away from all the you know chaos that's going on yes it's like this non and you're able to experience this different vibe where you're you feel like you're more connected and your soul is at harmony with nature almost it's it's very peaceful uh sounds kinda, very hippish well yeah you can take it whatever <laughs> way you want to and some people which is not bad i'm not saying that hey, it's hippish in a bad way but most I, most people identify with we people live, that want to live off we the live grid, in so to speak centers. you're still on the grid but you're kind of what people would call off the grid you're not where everybody knows where you live and easy to get to and easy access to all the major... We live in such a now, like, information society and everything is just such constant stress. Got to do this, got to do that, constant anxiety. And you talk about something that taxes your body and ages you quicker than anything. Stress, stress, it's stress. stress. And it can affect you in so many different ways. And, you know, we could get into that, but that's a whole other subject. It's just... Why not, when you see an opportunity to set yourself free from something like that, why would you run away from it? So, I'm running towards it, and I'm doing it with open arms and ready to dive in. I think uh, the timing is great. Um, I think COVID or not, you would have made this decision anyways. No, I was already... This didn't have anything to do with COVID. I've planned this for the last couple years to do something like this, and I've just recently... That was my understanding, is that eventually you were going to do this anyways. Mm Mm-hmm. But there is a lot of people that now do want to live more of a controlled lifestyle so they cannot be controlled by the authorities in town and they can go control their existence and their future more by being on a piece of property or in a constructed community that people put together outside of town or something like that. I've, I've heard well, a lot of new stories of people doing this stuff. doesn't guarantee and make you safer from anything than anyone else if something bad happens say the just you know the, the main scenarios everybody talks about is like you know the the imminent stock market crash the house and then there's going to be another housing crash all these other things and the whole economy is eventually going to turn upside down the dollar is not going to be worth nothing and we're going to move to digital currency all this and that if all this that's the push if but. all this if we get to the point where all that stuff finally starts happening and then say something does happen or, you know, supply chains get cut off because they deem there's another pandemic or something in all these big cities, then at least you can kind of be insulated from any kind of anarchy some that's going to be going on in town and the stuff. The cool thing is you can hunt when people don't property. have access to food yeah. and then their money's not worth anything or can't buy anything because there's nothing to buy with it. What then, do you do? Then it's going to become... What do you do? you got to start it's killing gonna people. It's going to become a sur- survival you got to eating your fucking thing, neighbor's babies. Which sounds extreme <laughs> and crazy, and people think that just because we live in the United States, this stuff can't happen, but I'm here to tell you that we're headed towards something that's going to happen like this eventually in our Some lifetime. Some things like this have and happened in different countries. And being prepared for it countries. is the smartest thing you can do to protect your family, if you're asking me. So... I'm choosing to get myself ready for something like that. And you can call me a prepper or a hippie or, you know, whatever you the, want. The best thing in I'm the just, world that it, you can do is be ready. I'm going to be self-reliant for, as I can. Yeah, the best thing in the world that you can do is be ready for the fact that water stops, electricity stops, and the food delivery stops. 
Most of you out there, what are you going to do? You are going to have yeah, to China start. China shuts down and they're not shipping stuff from overseas and all these other countries aren't shipping their food and all these other goods. Then it comes down to, it comes down to basic to natural you know? instincts. You have to eat to survive, like he just said. So what are you going to do for food? You're going to have to go to the grocery store. Well, everybody else is going to think of that too. So it's going to run out real quick. Then it's going to turn into people fighting people for food. There's going to turn into people in the eating people right now where they're die. to have food shortages again. Because people are going to start starving to death. But what if you live out on a piece of property, you could actually grow your own vegetables. You could grow your own food. Set up you a cellar. Have your, you have could a have deep goats. freezer. You could yeah. do all kinds of stuff. You could have a cow. You could go out hunting daily. Rabbits. Shoot a rabbit. Uh, catch a fish. Shoot a buck. Well, you can actually whatever. farm and raise rabbits and use them for meat because they reproduce so fast. They reproduce faster than chickens do. They fuck like a rabbit. That's well, the saying. But that's for a reason because they do. They screw make, all the rabbits time. Rabbits make good protein and they mature quick. So it's the only like thing a quick I don't like about those. rabbits is when Dad was alive, he didn't clean them for shit before we ate them. I always get fucking buckshot. I, I almost <laughs> cracked my tooth on a piece of a shotgun shell that you know. Yes, he never cleaned them the, good enough, so you'd always get the, lead in the your little fucking BBs, teeth. The, the lead BBs from the shotgun You're going shell. To, to chop down this delicious and grilled and rabbit, and you almost break a tooth. Well, we had made rabbit chili with Wolf Brand chili and mixed it up because we were roughing it out there in the camper before he ever set up the, <laughs> before he ever set up his cabin and lived in the cabin flat. You know. <laughs> Rabbit so stew. We made some rabbit stew with wolf, with wolf brand chili, and well, we shredded up shotgun. a block of cheddar cheese and chunked it in there, and we started chomping down on it. And several of us almost broke our teeth on the shrapnel from everything because there was dad didn't clean it in there. I found hairs in my shit too. Yeah. Well, we lived. So it was gross as hell. Well, he just dad <laughs> dad wasn't the most thorough person on some things oh man that no, just happened he to be one of them but i think it was more to do with the fact that we were all drinking a lot that weekend too and i think a few things well got yeah missed. he could have had one too many keystone <laughs> beers he always was drinking well keystone he was drinking it, some it was whiskey that night because we were all drinking whiskey and dad didn't drink whiskey very much in his later oh, days oh yeah 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 because this is if I think back, but he we're talking with us on the, the early, the early, the early years of the property. Yeah, out of his camper, we were way younger, so that was shoot, that was a long time ago. That could have been more in our later twenties, something like that. Probably twenty years ago. I'm yeah, I'm gonna say probably I was. Ago. I'm gonna say about twenty six, twenty seven for me. So twenty five, twenty six for you. So. Okay, well there you go. If it's that long ago, yeah, Dad was probably still going for some whiskey. As he got older, he got to where he didn't do. Yeah, whiskey. once he got to where he, he hit his sixties, he was more. He he drank a couple times, had whiskey in his sixties, but I think after Good he beer. was about sixty one or sixty two, I think he. Pretty much said, I'm done with that. He's like, he just stuck to me. I think the pain of he liked uh, to drink the next day beer. with whiskey was not worth it anymore to him. <laughs> well, he would do good for a few hours and then he would get to a certain point. Like, you know, all of us have our own limits and they're a little bit different. But you know when you reach that point and then that's when you'd see him disappear. He'd be like, I'm going to bed. I'll see y'all later. All right. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Love you, Dad. See oh, you tomorrow. <laughs> he could still get on like a freaking youngster at his age, too, when he would drink whiskey with us. I don't think now I could hang with punk motherfuckers like us. Uh, I'm not into drinking. I couldn't do it. I'm not into drinking and partying to get wasted and stuff. I've already lived. <laughs> not saying Dad did that. Dad wasn't that, doing it to get, to get wasted. He just loved having fun with whoever was there. Well, that's what we all were thought. You could we have been doing, a priest, that, but or we were, you could have been a nun, 
Or you could be a dude listening to rock and roll heavy metal shooting shotguns at rabbits and bringing them in for stew. It didn't make a difference to him. He's oh, going to have fun with you. Some of our rabbit hunting stories, y'all just don't even know. I mean, it we was, hunted anything that moved or didn't. If you move, you're definitely going to get a fucking buckshot in your ass. What but, I'm talking about But is, lots of insects didn't make a difference. It's like, oh my God, there's a fucking grass on the What I'm talking about Oh is, God, it's a fucking ant on a tree. Blow that tree away. What I'm talking about is everybody loading <laughs> up their shotguns, hopping in the back of the Silverado at midnight and going driving spotlight around the hunting. horseshoe in the pasture to go spotlight, spotlight bunnies and then blast them. Oh dude, how dangerous can you fucking get? They used to be... Everywhere out there. I mean, there were so many rabbits. They were Skunks, almost they were almost populated. Raccoons, everything. Well, we saw some other stuff, but we were mainly hunting little cottontails. Cottontails I mean, they were, were just everywhere. Yes, that's the main thing there was was cottontails. And I, I and I hate to say this, but yeah, we used to do some pretty heinous stuff as far as going out and hunting rabbits. And it's like we I didn't wouldn't. always make stew. Instead, a lot of times we just made a piece of roast beef. And left it right there. Yeah, we shot it so bad there was nothing left of it. I think, everybody <laughs> I think probably it at one some time on one target with shotguns, so there was nothing but paste left on the ground. Yeah, I think there was probably some coyotes and some other wild animals that benefited from that. Maybe a skunk or something. You know, the circle of life. Yes, vultures, coyotes. They love when there's leftovers out in the wild. So some animals did get some free meals from us. Yeah. I don't feel that bad about it. Yes. Well, it wasn't a natural death. They would have died later. But anything I killed as now, an adolescent, I would want to eat did it. Some stu- you? No, yeah. And and as an adolescent, I just did a lot of stupid things with a gun that I wouldn't do now. It was like I didn't have any better sense. It was like I just wanted to go out but and we were something. in our 20s. I was like Elmer Fudd chasing Bugs Bunny, you know. But we were still in our 20s. Do you consider that being an adolescent? I think I was very much an adolescent until about probably the last 8 or 10 years of my life. Isn't that interesting? Because when you're 21, America says you're an adult. Other countries, they say 18, you're an adult. I think in other countries, they say you're younger than that, you're an adult. Well, I think... I think at some point a, a lot of that. I comes believe down neuroscience has proved that into your later twenties you haven't fully matured the brain. Well, yeah, your brain's not fully developed until you're about twenty five, twenty six years old if you're an adult male in America or anywhere in the world. I guess nowadays. Yeah, it don't make a difference. It's not picky about different genders, different races, different countries. <clears throat> you got to get into your later twenties. You're not thinking straight. Most everything is about adrenaline and fucking. Well, or getting shit-faced. Or <laughs> I'm, just like everything, nothing, nothing's 100% No, never. Way. I definitely There is a good bit of exceptions to that rule because I know some people that would just shock you the kind of life they've always led, and you know some of them. We both know them. And yeah, we won't say any names. We don't have to. But yeah. yes, of well, course. If we matter. grew up as brothers, we fucking know most of the same sons of bitches because we ran in the same circles. So I, I know who you knew. I've yeah, but we do know a lot of the same people. But it's like I've got, and just like you, it's like we've both got our own people that we meet outside of that circles. It's like I'm a gregarious person, so I'm, I'm definitely I, not. I like I to am meet very people. isolated and individualistic, and I have to get to know you before I blow. I up love and, getting to know new people and stuff. It's I always don't. it's. Kind I'm of, the complete fucking opposite of you. Yeah, and that and and that's. Yeah, that's that's one of our differences. But me and Jason are alike in so many ways. Outside we're of that, we're aligned logistically on most things in this world. Well, we're ideally in line. 
But I am definitely not a people person like you. I don't well, like meeting and, new people. And people used to always say we're Brings twins. stress, anxiety. Maybe some of y'all don't know this, and this is an interesting fact about me and Jason. Maybe it's got mentioned before. Maybe it hadn't. But we're born exactly one year apart. A lot of people used same to think day, we were twins. Same day, one year. Yeah, most people thought we were twins growing up. We and now up you can differentiate very quickly and easily because Jack and, uh, towers over me at six foot five, and I'm six foot and Jack doesn't really give a fuck about weightlifting, and I weightlift almost yeah. every day. Which is funny because I was an athlete growing up, and you weren't really so much. You, and you then I finally bit, realized but. I had to listen to Arnold Schwarzenegger and start picking up weights because otherwise I'm going to constantly get chased and have people trying to beat my fucking ass. So I just got bigger than everybody, and eventually it just Yeah, Jason got picked on a little bit at school, I guess, and I wasn't always aware of all of it, or if I'd have known, I would have tried to organize and help do something. I was too shrimpy. It didn't matter where I walked or where I went. Everybody tried to take advantage of... I think it was more or less the people you chose to associate with and that you just didn't associate with a whole lot of people at school. Probably the isolation factor, separation... Didn't uh, associate Jason, well. Jason wore black with and he had long hair, combat boots, and machetes in his locker. I was considered the dirt head, <laughs> the long-haired, alternative, freak, skater-looking punk kid who wore black, you know, like uh, Metallica, typo Black Sabbath shirts, typo negative, whatever, and then uh, army pants, uh, black dickies, whatever. Yeah. Just, I was a blacked out son of a bitch with my hair down to my shoulders or longer. And yeah, uh, I got pictures still. Throwing hook'em horns for the devil. <laughs> well, just back then. Just, that was just a sign for rock. For heavy yeah, metal. Yeah, but the heavy back metal then, sign. Yeah, but back then, and and I'll, I'll, I'll say this is this way for me, and I'm sure it was for you too, but it's like, I was a different person completely then now than I me too back then than I me am too now, except for the p- fact that I'm still antisocial except it's probably gotten worse in my older age than it was in my youth. I've actually done the opposite of that, and I swear that me and you both have some sort of light case of Aspergers or that we're high functioning autistic because it just, could be true, but I've never been tested, so I wouldn't know. If if you could see some of the similarities between people that are high functioning autistic with Asperger's syndrome, it would kind of just blow your mind. It blew my mind. And especially, is there anybody with Asperger's syndrome in mom's family? Bj. Bj has Asperger's. She's diagnosed Asperger's. That's our sister, half sister. Yeah. Um, Bj, love you if you're listening. Um, but, She's the first person I ever talked with about all this that even brought. Holy any of fucking it to my shit! Attention. I never knew that. She didn't reveal that to me. Yeah. About, she told me several years ago. What the fuck? Hey, She's hey, highly functioning. Hey, 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 easy. She's highly functioning then, obviously, because there is no telltale signs. She's very high functioning because she was a certified She's highly intelligent. <laughs> She's talking with her. I feel like I'm on a level She's playing field. <laughs> She's working on her Not second. Saying that I'm she's working on her second different degree and been going back and forth with college, I guess, for about seven or eight years. So I mean, she's not lacking in the brains department. No, no, no. Means. She's definitely not. Very common sense, strategically well oriented, well spoken, highly linguistic, good at the vocabulary. She's of the leaning English. towards a career in the FBI right now. Well, it, that would make perfect sense with her because my discussions with her, although not numerous. We've had a few discussions that were very deep for hours or an hour or so. Sure. And every time we spoke, it was very deep, very quick, very easy. 
the family, the blood there, the something, the bond, easy. Yeah, well, she's, something fucking she's easy. She's got about a gregarious me and talking together. I don't she understand that because I'm not that way with people. She's she's very easy to be social with people and gregarious. She felt like my sister when I first met her when she came here the first time. Well, she felt like we're blood, Jason. Is that's the magic? That's the magic of not fucking. It's not a placebo effect. If I know her, that's my sister. When I got near her, I felt the vibe. I felt the energy that that's my sister, and I wanted to protect her. Sure. Well, by the same token, yeah, I I can say the same thing. But I've I've had a. A close relationship with BJ, I guess, since she was a teenager, and I was going to say I'll probably I was probably about nineteen or twenty when I first met it's her. It's probably a good thing that I had not had close contact with Desina or BJ my whole life because I am the kind of guy that if they are awesome, I know they both are. But if I would have been somewhere close to them growing up, I am just fucking crazy enough. If anybody did something bad to BJ or to Cena, I probably would have killed him. Oh, I know. There's been a couple times when we were out at Ridgely Theater or some other bar or something, and there was maybe a time or two where somebody started to do something with me, and I remember one time you stepped in and just got toe-to-toe with a guy and staring him down in his face. If you fuck with my brother, you're fucking with me or whatever you said. Don't even remember. And the guy and three or four of his buddies... You know, it was just you and them and then me, which that already spilled my drink all over me. What the fuck? When I was playing there? Yeah. Well, you weren't on the stage yet. You were hanging out, waiting for your time to come on the stage, and you were just having drinks with everybody and hanging out like you usually did or whatever. If you weren't, you know, you got all your shit done, you're hanging out until you go on stage. All you do is set up and wait. That's it. Yeah. And then we were hanging out out there in the crowd, I think maybe... You know, for all I know, watching Legion or somebody or whatever and jamming and just enjoying it. And these fuckheads come up and spill my drink twice the second time all over me. And I remember. What? Yeah. And you were telling the guy, hey, you know. I have no recollection. Huh? I have no recollection. And I told the guy, I was like, hey, motherfucker, this is my second drink and you've spilled it on me. And I'm not in the mosh pit. And they're out there moshing being dumbasses. And he's like, fuck you. What are you going to do about it? And you came running and jumping in there. and And you were saying something and I was like holy shit and I didn't even solicit you and it's like you just came running in there and eye to eye with the guy and towing up with him I think he was taller than you because I remember you looking up at him and having your nose like right in his see I don't even remember it I must have been so fucked up I don't don't even remember the moment no I think you were just so mad you don't remember it 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 flipped your switch because you just came running over there I found out now that there's something wrong with me I do have a rage side that comes out because of that dog I I told you about that Arthur dog we had here that tried to attack somebody that I love when that happened, I fucking black out. But it happens when somebody's them. trying to hurt someone that you care about because it happens to me too. Yeah. It's the same thing. And I've not done it in a long time. But if I think someone's trying to hurt any of my family or my close friends, the last time I blacked out on somebody and and hurt somebody was because of that. And it was it was a good thing. I was protecting somebody, so it was all right. And the guy deserved it. Yeah. I don't I go start fights, I mean, but the I guy don't, deserved I don't, it. I am so under control in most circumstances to hear you say that about me and me not even fucking realize it that I did some shit like that. Jeff's told we have me, the same capacity to do it is what I'm saying. It's like Jeff I've told got me about another time that too. somebody threw something at his vehicle and I got out and took my shirt off and ran up to a, a fucking crowd of guys yeah. and challenged them all. And I don't even fucking remember it. You just rage when when that happens. It's I like to a rage. But it, it, it's not just anything. But I don't that, do that. I it's don't not do just that. anything that's that does not me. it. That's not me. 
I know, and I don't either. But it, and it's not just anything that does it. But when you see a huge injustice, Jeff had his wife huge. in the in the front fucking seat of the vehicle, and some guy and a group, a gang of motherfuckers, threw a beer at his fucking vehicle, and it hit on Courtney's side. I said, pull the fucking vehicle over. And I got out and fucking ripped my shirt off and everything. Come on, motherfucker, who wants some? You yeah, motherfucker, you, throw a beer at me! Well, Come you, on, motherfucker! You hoped out and everybody was probably like, And nobody shit. said shit. Then Jeff got out and said, yeah, motherfuckers, who wants some shit? Any motherfuckers? Which one of you did it? Which one of you? And Jeff just got out behind me and started fucking yelling at these motherfuckers. It's like having and a then he started throwing on a then, then he, we had beer. Like, we had these guys cooler, weren't ready to fight. We had a cooler full of beers. So we started throwing beers at their vehicles. Everybody's vehicles in the park is a parking lot full of fucking guys. Yeah. With their girlfriends thinking they were cool as shit because of what they just did. Then they were all the biggest pussies in the world. Chad was in the vehicle in the back seat with me. Yeah. Oh, Chad no, was there, so crazy. me and Chad bust out. But I fucking like hulked out and like I said, ripped my shirt off or whatever and fucking, I'm gonna fucking kill you. Who wants some? Yeah. That's not me. I don't do that shit. Well, that's not normal for either one of us. But well, like I said, when you see a huge injustice towards one of your close friends or somebody in your family that you love, that's what sets me off. Yeah. That's, and that's, Jeff's married that's what's time. always I care really about got Courtney me mad. And us in the vehicle. Since and, I was an adolescent yeah. teenager. That's what that's what got me really... Anytime I've ever thought about being mad, it's been normally because of something like that. Yeah. That's an odd thing to bring up because it's not something that anybody knows about me but maybe a few people I think it's one of the one of the best damn character traits you can have is to to be able to stand it can up be bad, stand but. up to stand up for something that you know is wrong no matter what maybe maybe you don't have to be violent about it but it's like if if someone's doing something that calls for violence and you have to use violence to protect yourself or someone else that you love hey I have no Jack, problem what you're saying makes perfect fucking sense but like you said something that specifically points out a flaw in my rage you called me a Hulk I hulked out Okay, the well, that's fucking, what I do. I, we know I the just, fucking Hulk gets turned into a but, mindless fucking monster, but it's like and in good the, people get destroyed in his fucking wake. Also, somebody flips that switch, then it's like, then everything else doesn't matter, and you're just focused on what you want to do. And it's usually it does just, turn into a blackout situation. Where what you I realize what I do? The fact, what the fuck have I done? What yeah. have I done? Well, that's what happened the last time I got in a fight when I was 25 years old before I left North Georgia. A guy was... Maybe this is selective to people with slight Asperger's like me and you. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't know if I have Asperger's or Jack. I don't think just, having Asperger's is a flaw. I think it's a benefit. It might be because most people with Asperger's are very, very intelligent. They're usually genuinely good people. And very fucking socially yeah. awkward. Well, they can be. I've trained they myself... They don't initiate the social cues correctly like most people do or understand them. I miss, I still to this day miss certain things when somebody's saying something and can't tell whether they're joking or not, even though I joke a lot. And a, a lot of times with my friends, I can tell when they're joking because I that just know I'm good enough. Asperger's. But when I'm around people I don't know that have a different sense of humor or somebody I've never been around, sometimes I'm like, you know, I don't know how to take things. And that's just part of it. But I've trained myself to be able to get around that with the people that I know and have relationships with. So most people don't wouldn't even know that I ever had any problems with anything. I've been excellent at hiding all that. I guess that's maybe what I've done too. Is I've learned I've to. Hid my, I've hid the act. My I've learned to well find enough. a way to cover or just, that up. At this point, like I've gotten, I've grown into staying away from involvement with unfortunate situations where I have to meet new people. I try and just avoid it. 
I just don't do it. I force myself to put myself out there more. And than That's the, last the wrong three years. thing to do. Listen, the wrong. I'm me trying to isolate the problem is not smart. That's one of I'm the not reasons. saying I'm intelligent. I'm saying I realize for my whole life I've had a mental issue with anxiety sure. and avoidance of social situations because of these issues. Yeah. So what I've done by avoidance, it does cause isolation. And isolation is not normal human behavior and causes things like... We're social beings. That's what we're created to do. God did put us here to interact with one another. We're not, we're not here, here to, to sit to around and hide in a fucking cave. We're not here Unless to you isolate. Get, the earth gets fucking nuked and you're the last motherfucker on the face of the earth and you got to hide in a cave and maybe come out and hunt a squirrel. But you don't hide from some disease or pandemic. It's like... Even if you do, it's like if it's really that bad, it's going to find wherever you're at. No, no mask is going to save you. No, that's a good point. Now, now you're bringing up society, political environment, government that we're. But this is right why now. also that I started singing this last year, and I've started going to karaoke. Why? Because singing karaoke, putting it out there on the line. Most people are like, I fucking suck at singing, or I sing in the shower, or, or I sing in my good. car, and then you go do it, and then you're like, you find out that you're not that good, and and then you feel stupid. But Lots of people do think they're good and they go do karaoke and they're still fucking horrible. You've been at karaoke night. How many horrible people have you heard? Oh, a bunch. There you go. I've been one of those And I people. guarantee you a lot of them think they're good, Jack. Sure. And I've been one of those people, <laughs> but you know what? <laughs> Listen. You've been one of them that think you're good Jason, you sucked? Look, <laughs> in my mind, I think I did. If you put, if you had to ask me 10 months ago if I was any good when I first went. That's I, so fucking honest. It makes me want to shit my pants. <laughs> That's so fucking honest. No, listen. I I'm thought telling I was good you. until hey. I got up there, and then I fucking hey. sucked a big fat dick, and do everybody you, fucking booed. Do you want to hear it, or do you not? I want to hear it, but I can't believe you're admitting to it, because most people would never do that. Well, why would I not? I'm an open and free person, right? So I should okay. be able to do that. Well, that's just so honorable. Thank you for putting it online for <laughs> me to have a laugh. If I didn't have such a desire in me to, to keep going after it, you, you first, l- let me just... You've already heard some. You're of saying my, this is when you started, so you really sucked hard finding your voice. Listen, you, to everybody that's been listening to some of these podcasts, if you've heard anything about me before, you know that I'm an ex-athlete from all the way back in my school days. You know, elementary, junior high, high school, all of it. I was playing sports Jock. ever since you can remember, Mister Football, Mister Baseball. Well, I just I like sports <laughs> and I like to be active, and I was yes. just good at that stuff. I oh was, yeah naturally gifted athlete and I was good enough to and I always started and got to play whatever I did so I did all right but uh where was I going with this what were we on we're talking about you being honest and open about going to karaoke night and sucking a big fat dick and you thought you were awesome when you stepped on stage but then you felt the feedback and went you know what I need to get better Here's my point, and it's this. it's With athlete, there was always something in me, and this is something that, that comes from Asperger's-type people, is never being satisfied or having a sense of excellence within yourself, and you're always expecting more. So That is called perfectionism. It is. It's an obsessive-compulsive behavior. I have that. And that's part of Asperger's. What the fuck? Are you serious? Yes. It's one of the main characteristic traits of Asperger's. Then I don't, I've never Syndrome. looked into this and shit, so I don't know anything people. about it. It's not I the only one. I think you're just one. doing better than any fucking psychiatrist I've seen in the last fucking 20 years. And I've been to see a lot. You just well, don't know about it. Well, I've been to... <laughs> I've I've had some personal help along the way from a few different people. and Where the research. fuck are these professional... I've went and saw professional 
people of the mind, psychiatrists, they're professionals of the mind and diagnosis. I have never got one diagnosis of this. There has there has been new developments and discoveries with Asperger's within the last five to six years and even leading up to now in the last five or six years, especially. They're just finding out more and more. And it's becoming evident that there's more this is more commonplace than we think it is. Like there's Projections that anywhere between 40 and 60% of America could be experiencing some sort of high-functioning autism either in them or their children now. Well, fuck, that definitely wouldn't put us in the few then. That'd put us in the many. It would, but I, I think we're more on the early curve of that compared to some people because we're in our 40s now. And this is what they're saying all been as a result of a lot of stuff that's been put on our food since we've been... You know, having people spray crops. So stuff neurological the last development could be years. hindered by or curved this direction because of the way agriculture I'm is grown, because of the way purpose. meat is fed and shot up with shit and all this junk. I'm saying it's all being done on purpose and that we're a genetic experiment of the government, every single one of us, yes. To a certain extent. Well, I didn't necessarily mean that. That's going even further, but that's definitely pegging it right where you believe. Have you seen some of the latest stuff that's in the COVID-19 vaccine related to chimera-like genealogy and stuff like that? No. I already know I'm not going to take it anyways, so I don't need it. I've got an immune system. We won't get in detail with that, but... But there's stuff in there to alter your DNA, and it's not for the It's because it's not DNA. It's the first RNA. Yeah prescription or not prescription i'm sorry vaccination it's the first rna not dna look up what rna is it's the first rna injection vaccine ever made look up how many people have died from vaccines in the last 20 years leading up to covid and then look up how many have died since taking the covid vaccine there's never been a vaccine kill more people and then hide the numbers it's in the thousands and there was thousands in the last there was a couple thousand in the last 20 years and there's thousands just in the last year or so since they started doing this so that's very freaking odd and we still don't know what the complete fallout of this could be assuming that it's all negative it could be years because they didn't give it proper time to be tested yeah we don't need FDA approval this is a pandemic we've got to put this through and speed speed it up and get it out there most drugs there's no way to put on the market unless I believe it's at least four to eight years is the FDA guideline for most drugs. Getting it to the market and maybe doing something that's beneficial for people is more important than testing it and making sure that it's not going to hurt anyone. There's just no way you can do it. I, I knew that's that. That's not ethical. When they first talked about the vaccine. it's not logical. It's not reasonable. There's no good reason for any of it. I was waiting for somebody with a big voice to say this before me because I didn't need to say it anyways. I well, you know it, how I feel. I'm just passionate. I, yeah, about your story. opinions are my opinions or lots of people's opinions. But right when they came out with this vaccine and said we're going to do some process called speed it through or whatever the fuck it Operation was. Operation Warp Speed. Warp Speed, whatever the fuck it was. I was like, that was you can't Trump fucking was do that yeah. because there has to be a certain time that you test it on animals, you test it on humans, and that takes time. You can't bypass time. You have to have trials with drugs, placebo we trials. We cannot go back to the future yeah. or, you yeah. know, speed through time in any form or fashion, backwards or forwards. So you can't fucking do this with the vaccine to test it properly so people will be the experiment. And even whether or not they had done it the right way and went through all the trials and done things through the right channels, you should still have the choice whether or not to have the vaccine and you shouldn't be made to feel chastised for not doing it. NFL players, have you seen the shit they're doing, the NFL players? 
all of them are being used as people just like people in the movies. You literally push. will not get your salary listen, if you don't get the vaccine. Listen, this is this is all being used. You're a $10 million a year player? Sorry, listen, you're not getting it unless you get that vaccine. This is all being used to push an agenda. That's all Right, because doing. people will follow the leaders. Who do people look up to? NFL stars, movie actors, people in politics, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they show Val- Fauci a long time ago rolling up his sleeve and getting somebody giving him a shot. And they do, but they do a cutaway, and then all of a sudden you see his arm. and st- I highly doubt that that guy is actually getting a vaccine, even if he is getting his arm injected no. on TV or the whatever. The people that are in the know know better than to get it. <laughs> but, it's gonna. It's there's so much stuff coming out about it from real doctors now that they're like this. This stuff is literally going to be genocidal and it's going to kill millions of people. Uh, I already know that. that it I may have, not do it today or tomorrow. I have such a bad gut but the, feeling but and the first, about it that I'm staying so far fucking. And the away government's from it. pushing really hard for these third and second and third and fourth Vaccination. round vaccines. Oh, and there's and a doing Delta more. variant. Did you know that? Yeah, oh, be careful. You know, it's it's not it's not be careful. They're wanting to dose you up with as much of this crap as they can. They're they're trying to rid the earth of people. And y'all think this is crazy, but y'all stand back and watch. Well, and that see what is happens. another do very you play, reasonable subjection. Do you want to play Russian roulette with your life and take this shit and then find out that hey, it was all it's done a sterilization just to try to kill program. you? You know. Yeah. There's chimeric stuff in it, and that's to change people's DNA RNA, and change them into RNA something that's not DNA. human. It's RNA not human. changes DNA. RNA changes There's the, animal the DNA transcription. RNA will change the transcription, which is the directions of your DNA to do certain things with your cells. That is what RNA does. It changes it. So that, it can this literally the, change people into animal-like subjects and stuff later on well, down the line. That happens. Too. They've already put out a fucking show about it that I watched here recently. So, well, they had stuff like this happen already <laughs> in history once before back There's in the a TV dark show ages. About this shit, is it? Yes, yeah, what I'm talking about. People right? turned into animals, and they don't know how. They There's also a strange disease at the same time that people are being turned into animals. Yeah, isn't that weird how that's the same thing we're going through now? It, there's always some predictive part to fucking movies and TV shows. It's, it's, it's not shows just a movie future. or a TV show. I think some of this, I think there's real truth to it. I, th- I don't Maybe think it all, is. Maybe I the government's like, we need to make some show that kind of conditions them to understand I they're going to turn. I they're going to change a little bit, but I think okay. a lot of movies are made out to be fiction that are really about stuff that they plan on coming true. It's funny how a lot of that stuff, you know, there's been a lot all of things over the years that, that have. controls everything. If somebody came up and threw it, you say they're just the right amount. You will change your values, what you believe in, what you do, the way you regard your life, your values, your system. If somebody has just enough money to put it in your lap and you have the power to pull the switch that they need you to pull, is it one million? Is it ten million? Is it one billion? What is it? What will make you pull the switch in their favor to do what they need you to do? For me everybody's it's... got a fucking number. That's all I can no, say. No, no, I don't. Maybe you but I well, think you're ma- gen- you're making too big of a generalization. The majority of people got a certain. And I think number. you're over overstating I think what money you're saying will a little buy bit. Off most people to do the wrong thing. I think most is a is a better way to say it, or maybe you know, yeah, more than not. But most not is the everybody. right way to say it. Yeah, majority. everybody everybody doesn't have a price, but a lot of people do. Yeah. Yes. I I could. I'm telling you, I could make way more money than I do. 
I know for a fact I could. And, and 10 years ago, I flew in the face of that to get away from what I was doing. And I was making damn good money. And okay, you know I remember I your illegal behavior that you conducted that was very good at making money. It's, it was something stupid that shouldn't be illegal. It's like gambling's legal in most states. You can buy you know. lottery tickets and you can play on the stock market. Yes, it's fucking stupid. But it's but still illegal. I, I worked at a poker room, and I was a poker dealer is what he's referring to. And and I made really good money doing that. I made better money doing that than I've ever done anything in my life. Gambling is... But the definition of what I is gambling... I walked away from that like nine years ago. The definition of what gambling is is retarded to me. Because we got lottery tickets, and we can get on the stock market, but we can't play cards for money. Nope. Nope, government says bad. Well, you can bet on horses, too. You can drink and smoke cigarettes, and we know it fucking kills loads of motherfuckers, millions every year, but you can't smoke weed. Government says, though, it's a killer. No, it's fucking not. It kills nobody. Weed doesn't kill anybody. Your cigarettes and fucking alcohol kills everybody. It's just who's telling you what the rules are. Diesel. Diesel. It's just Geraldine. Hey, hey. Geraldine's home. Okay. Well, our little dog just ran off. We got a guy named Diesel here, and he is oh, just I ran off because uh, somebody very special showed up to the house that he loves very much, and will never let me say her name on this podcast. She would have my head and take a shit in my mouth, and then flush my <laughs> head down the toilet because she told me never to say her name. It's so his, there you go. It's his second mommy, pretty <laughs> yes. much. Diesel's mommy's here. Well, it's been a good discussion. We've talked about a lot of stuff and kind of right, man. Great conversation. Veered some places we didn't think we would, but I think we probably spent an hour talking. I have no idea because this is on bars and beats and tempo. Yeah. So I don't know how long we spent talking. Well, like we I, said earlier too, it's like we agree on a lot, but we don't agree on everything, and it's good to hear. No, some you're so what you just corrected me on was perfect because I totally agreed with your criticism. Yeah. It was perfect. Now it made me realize. Yes, I spoke in an absolute way. I shouldn't do that. Yeah. Nothing's an absolute. That's what I agree with. Yeah. But sometimes I get passionate and I say the wrong thing, and it's great to be corrected. We're, I don't give a shit. We're all fallible. We're human beings. We Dude, all make a mistake. I'm gonna fuck point. up till the matter. day I die. I'm gonna say something that I disagree with right today. now, tomorrow. <laughs> try to be a better person today than you were yesterday. Just strive for excellence and strive for yes. more. Be good yes. to your fellow man, I, I your fellow no, human being, and have compassion on people. Kindness. Matters. The only ideology that I have that I absolutely believe in is that we should all love one another, take care of each other, help Amen. one another till the day you fucking die. Everybody is your brother and your sister out there. So let's take care of them till the day we die. Let's all uh, just make this world a better place. That's all that me and uh, Jackers here are trying to do. Amen. In our life, in this small chapter in the fucking human lifespan that we play. Jason okay. just has a little bit more of a ver- verbose way of communicating it than me. But other than that, we're pretty much the same. Yes, yes. <laughs> I am more of a lyrical lashing. Than Jack is. Jack is nice and silky smooth, and I am a fucking razor blade in your face. So <laughs> that's the difference in the way we linguistically talk yeah, and communicate with people. That's a good, um, that's a good comparison. And it's the only reason you're getting a, a whipping from me is because I have a microphone in front of me. If it comes to actually meeting you in person, I'm very, very nice. I am not very intense and like this. I can just be this way with my bro because he's here. This is your sounding board. This is your show. This is just my show where I get to let it go however I feel. And I, I enjoy need to. coming and doing it with you every time. And 
yes, lovely having Jack here. Who would ever thought I'd say fucking lovely? Fucking lovely. <laughs> All right, British now. <laughs> fucking lovely. <laughs> fucking lovely. <laughs> Bloody lovely, you son of a bitch. All right, we'll see you next time for Keeping It Real with Jay Scott and Jack. He'll come back another time. Thank you very much. Good luck. All right, that English accent was absolutely disturbing and horrible. I should never do that again. Thank you guys for joining in for this discussion. Rate and review the show if you have the opportunity on the platform you're listening on. And if you can, always look for the support. Um, what do you call it? The link. Yeah, the link. The support link. Wherever you do, click to go to the show. I have a support link set up, so if you want to keep the show afloat by helping out with any kind of funds, a dollar up to $10, I don't care whatever it is a month that you could afford, if there's value coming to you from this show and you feel like supporting, I would be more than grateful, very thankful. So do those things for me, rate and review, support if you'd like, and tune in for the next episode of Keeping It Real. Until then, love you guys out there in podcast land. Take care. Bye. Do not consider these episodes as medical advice or expertise in any area. I do deconstruct some experts and their material and deliver it to you, but please do all of this at your own risk.